Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, Mark, if we could just do a show where we actually, as you stick your bike on there, where we actually discuss what we discussed during the breaks. (laughs) It might be our last show. Yeah. (laughs) But it'd be a darn good one, Bob. If you're going to go down, go down swinging. <laughs> this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow Sizzle to Roos Chris to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers Now sent you. Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 until 10 p.m. It's 1236 in Edmonton. Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for Aquarian Renovations, an experience worth sharing. Get started today at Aquarian Renovations. Innovations.com. Mark, the Oilers and the Kings last played on January the 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. got a bunch of power plays early in that game, and they capitalized. They scorched the Oilers. The Kings come into tonight's game with the second-best power play in the league. It's really good. It's incredibly good relative to the last 20 years. Yep. But it ain't the Oilers' power play, which is off the charts. But that night, they won the special teams battle. The game got nasty. In the third period, and the, the Oilers went down swinging. Uh, yes, the Pulley threw a big hit. The next thing you knew, he was fighting Philip Deneau, except Jesse didn't know it. And uh, the crowd went crazy because Deneau did a number on him. Uh, Deneau had the opportunity after to fight a couple other guys and uh, seemed a little... And then he got smoked, slobber-knockered with a big hit later on in that game. Uh, Clean Costin fought Brendan Lemieux. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, Zach Hyman looked at Leon Drysaddle and said, "Don't worry about the face-off. I'm fighting this guy with uh, Sean Dursey because Sean Dursey was chirping him a bit. So we had a lot going on that night. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, the Oilers. I put a tweet out that day talking about Edmonton's second-half uh, record over the last three seasons, and people were all over me after the Oilers lost the game that night. Well, guess what? Since that game, guess which team in the league's got the best points percentage in the NHL? Yeah, it's the Oilers. So something happened there that night. Yeah, what was it? Right, right. Uh, I mean, you know. Uh, Two things. It's it's a bonding experience when your pride gets hurt, and the L.A. beat them pretty good that night. Yeah. A game where the Oilers went in thinking, okay, we got to take a run at these guys, and it did not go their way. That can often act as some glue. And then we know hockey. When a bunch of guys have fights and there's some big hits and it's a bunch of, you know, it's us against them and we're going their barn and the fists are flying, that always brings a team together. We just don't see it as much anymore as we used to. So Tyler has reached out on the Ashley Fine Flores text line and said, Bob, I seem to recall another game between Edmonton and L.A. Uh, This one was of a different time and, and frankly, far more ugly. Uh, I loved it. Didn't it set the record? Yeah, at the time it did. Yes, back in 1990, February 28th. And I already relayed the story. I was working on Sports Night that night with Darren Detition, and we didn't have a show because the game was on ITV, and it just kept on going and going and going. It was a long game. I remember Don Sherry saying in December of that year the Oilers were going to win the Cup in 89-90, and everybody thought he was crazy. Mm -hmm. And then they had the throwdown against the Kings, and, you know, the Kings won the game, but the Oilers won the battle, and it galvanized the team together. Um 
Do you believe that kind of stuff? Oh, it, it's a for, for sure. I've covered in hockey long enough to know. And, and it, it's a dressing room thing, and it's a little bit inside baseball. And a lot of people out there are probably saying, ah, come on. But when there's 22 men on a hockey team, and when they have a game where everybody throws down and gets after it and fights and puts their, you know, their chicklets on the line for the team. We're going to use another word. Yeah. They they nut it up. (laughs) Yeah. It brings teams close together. Always has, always will. The only difference is we just don't. In the old days, it took a six or seven fight game to qualify. Today, three fights is enough. And that's what the Oilers and Kings had. I think there was three scraps in that game, which is a lot in 2023. Now, the funny thing is the Oilers have a different team now even than they had in that game, right? They did not have a Vander Kane. You would have to have known. He makes a huge difference. Evander would have loved to have been involved in that game that night. Uh, They got Matias Atcombs. Oh, and they got Vincent DeHarnay, who's... Yeah, he helps. uh, He helps. And, I mean, he's (laughs) he's had one NHL fight, and it was against Arbor Jackeye. And Jackeye landed the punches, but hasn't played since. Hasn't played since. Blew out his shoulder. Blew out his shoulder. I mean, it's a big man. Like, the Oilers have a bigger team now. The Kings don't have Lemieux anymore, but they went and got Zach McEwen. And, and people are going to say, what are you talking Stop. you got to stay in the game. you got to stay in the moment. You can't tell me that this being – there's a distinct possibility, Mark, Edmonton's going to play L.A. here. Could, if not the first round, the second, for right, sure. Right. So, yeah. on you're playing them twice in six days. Yep. Could we see a little bit of old school taking well, place? Well, I think at this point, the, at this time, the points are, are – Still pretty important. Of course, everybody yeah. wants home ice. Everyone wants still has a shot of first place specific. Uh, if we enter the third period and the score is five one, then yeah, don't turn your TV off, folks. It'll be a good third period. Uh, if we enter the third period at three two, no, right? You know the Kings. They have a very good power play. Both teams are getting schooled by their coaches. Don't let these guys beat us with their power play, particularly the Kings. Right? Look what happened in Vegas the other night. Three for three. Cassidy said after the game, he said, it's not like we were undisciplined. We only took three penalties, <laughs> but it was three goals. So I'm going to tell you, Bob, it has to be a big disparity on the scoreboard right. before we're going to see guys throwing down. And I'm not telling you I wouldn't mind seeing a game like that. Oh, I can't believe you'd think that way. Well, the bleeding heart's going to say out there, I hate fighting. I hate fighting, of course. Oh, wait, there's a fight on hey. Right, so... Uh, I, 18,000 people in here tonight won't be leaving. So many storylines here, right? You got you got the coach, you know. Yeah, two coaches. The, go back 100 years go, together. Go back and, and, you know, both guys have done. Todd's done an unbelievable. L.A.'s got to be. They're way ahead of what everybody thought they were going to be uh-huh. in this rebuild. Like, they got a really good team right now. They do. And, Jay, the record speaks for itself. Over the last 33 games, the Oilers are 22-5-6. and six. Yep. They got a good record. They, they got, got the best points here. percentage in the league. So, and really, when you look at the West, there's, you know, there's different opponents you look at and you think, oh boy, I'm not sure I'd want to play Minnesota, for instance. You ought to struggle with them. Yeah. But right now, the team that you look at, it, I know every older fan out there that I talk to, they want to play Vegas in the first round, and the reason they want to play Vegas is because they don't want to play LA. Yeah. It's interesting. I had a couple of the Hall of Famers reach out and say, I wouldn't be sweating L.A., and I'll tell you why. And I go, okay, why? And I go, well, look, all respect to the world for Todd. He's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are two star players are 33 and 35. Yep. And Edmonton's two star players are 26. Right in their prime. Right in their prime. And what happened in game six and game seven when all the pressure was on Edmonton? And I'm like, well, yeah, but they didn't have Doughty, and they didn't have Arvidsson. 
Yeah. I like two good yeah. players. Yeah, okay, fine. Right. But the fact is, those guys can get to a level even against Calgary spec. Yeah. Like, like you were in Calgary in game two in Calgary when it was 3-1 after the Flames had won 9-6. And it was 3-1 for Calgary in game two. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking to yourself, well, the Oilers are just going to pump these guys the rest of the way in the series? Because I wasn't thinking that way. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah. are we going to get to and game five? barely fun? lost a period the rest of the series. Right. So I mean, is so deep. That's the difference. And and now you add Ekholm in, who makes you so much better. Uh, Bukestad is a solid, good depth centerman. I really like what he's brought here. You know, that's him and Yanmark are two guys that know what they are and do it really well. And up top, they've just got so many weapons. Like more this year, more than ever. I I'm a broken record when it comes to a team that had to figure out how to win without 97 and 29 winning it for them. And more and more and more and more this year, we've we've seen the Oilers win games where, you know, obviously Connor and, and Leon get their points, but they're not the, one of the three stars. And Kane hasn't even really measured into that yet. I know he had a hat trick, but in Seattle. Uh, but they've just got so many weapons. Look at Nugent's season. Look at Hyman. You know, Kane's ready to get going here. Their depth guys are better. They're missing McLeod. They could use him back. But Eminem's a better team than they they're, were a year ago. They're not just going to be getting McLeod back. They're going to be getting Holloway back after the regular season ends and there's no yeah. salary cap. Don't make you quicker. And that, make you, you get quicker. those two guys in your bottom six. And, yeah. and the other thing is Holloway hits. I mean, we both wish that McLeod added a little bit more physical intensity to his game. Maybe that comes. That playoff series might help him with that. Right, but there's an old saying, Cam Moon, right, says this, if they don't bite his pups, Bob, they don't bite his dogs. So um, <laughs> It sounds like that, something we learned from the Sutters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so the Oilers and the LA Kings, we got the coach thing going on. Uh, we got both teams that, you know, Edmonton, at home, the addition, I mean, it speaks for itself. Edmonton's uh, 11-2-1 and in 14 games since they got him. Mm-hmm. But the Kings added Corpusalo and Gavrikov as well. So they're a different team as well, Mark. Yeah, and talking to Jimmy Fox, he says that Gavrikov was exactly what they needed. They didn't need puck moving. They didn't need an offensive guy. They needed a solid citizen like Gavrikov is. He's fit in really well there. and Left shot as well, which they, they needed. needed. They, got, all, left they shot. got so many right deep. They got deep. a bunch of righties. So... And their goaltending, you know, just like every other team almost out west, certainly in the Pacific, they have question marks with their goaltending. I'm not sure they know who starts game one of the playoffs yet, Bob. Do you for L.A.? Yeah, Corpus Allo starts. You think he starts? And I'll tell you why. Because Phoenix Copley, who Edmonton almost signed, they tried to sign uh, in the offseason. They mm-hmm. looked at Phoenix Copley. From North Pole, Alaska. Bob. Yes, uh, Michigan Tech, nine AHL seasons. Got himself a one-year extension at $1.5 million back in February the 10th. His record is 23-4-3 spec. That's pretty good. That's a good record. His save percentage is 899, which is, like, here's a stat for with you. The, okay. The, yeah. LA, the LA Kings come into tonight's game with the 29th best save yeah. percentage in the NHL. How do they have such a good record? They're 886, so that, that would explain why their goal differential isn't as good as Edmonton's. The Orders sure. are plus 44. I mean, the Orders are 20th in save percentage at 894. And because of that, I believe Corpus is getting the start come playoff time, and he's beaten the Orders twice this year, Mark. I'd like to see the historics on uh, on save percentage because it seems more good teams have average goaltending today than ever before. Uh, you know, you used to show me a team that started with an eight, and I'm telling you, they're not making the playoffs. Now there's lots of goalies in the playoffs. Well, there's a simple reason why: scoring's way up. Well, and you got guys. Does that on mean scoring's better or goaltending's worse? You got. I mean, tonight the orders have. Uh, 
Excuse me. Tonight, the Oilers have clean costs, likely going 11-7 and seven again. Devin Shore was out fairly late after the uh, mm-hmm. morning skate today. He just beat Vegas 7-4, going in 11-7. Probably going the Pro- same way. Probably going yeah. the same way. Costin's got 10 goals, and he's plus 11. And Derek Ryan has 12 goals, and he's a plus 5 or plus 6. Mm-hmm. Those are in your fourth line. Those are double-digit goal scores yeah, on your fourth line. Darnell Nurse got, what, 41 points? Well, yeah. Almost that's all the whole, strength. But where I'm going with this is just the, the support scoring. We might yeah. see L.A. tonight move Kevin Fiala to the third line. Mm-hmm. to create some mismatches. And I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing such an uptick in scoring is you have skill further down the lineup, whereas back in the halcyon days of yore, like back in 1990 when the Kings and the Oilers were going at it, you had Kelly Buckberger and Dave Brown on your fourth line, yeah. and, you know, and the Kings were deciding, okay, Marty was like, okay, how do I avoid fighting Dave Brown? He ended up fighting him in the playoffs that year and did quite well, but in the regular season in that specific game, it was Bob Halkidis that had to step (laughs) up and fight him. Listen, the thing about the Oilers here is there was a time when I would look at a really strong offensive team like Edmonton and think, man, I hope you can win 3-2 games in the playoffs. And I know there's some coming. Like, there's a 2-1 game coming at you. There's a 3-2 game coming. Sure. It's coming. But I think in 2023, we're at a point where you can you can push the score to 4-3. This it's could a 4-3 league, it's, Mark. It's closer to a 4-3 league than it's ever been, and that's that's right up Edmonton's alley. Because if it's going to – I'll tell you what, if it's a race to five, they're going to win nine out of ten. Uh, you know who's smiling like a butcher's dog right now? Jeff, who's that? Jeff Jackson. Evan Bouchard in his last 14 games has three goals, 13 points. He's plus four. He's playing 21, uh, 36 per, uh, per game. The Oilers' power play is 36.2% over the last 14 games. Pretty good. Matthias Ekholm and Bouchard Speck have played 195 minutes time on ice together. Um and they've got a 60% expected goals for, and they're plus 11 in goal differential. Talk about opportunity for Evan Bouchard. He's trundling along in a sophomore season that's, you know, it's not going great for no. him. All of a sudden, they trade Tyson Berry. They put him up top the power play. They bring in Matias Ekholm. You're playing with him. Everything's turned around. You know, he's playing fantastic. His numbers are there. He's building up great stats in a contract year. Uh, man, oh, man, he must have found a shiny penny along the way. Good for him. He's earned it, right? All he's, right? He's putting up here. He's not just a passenger. He's helping. So the GM made a difficult trade. He gave up a prospect they loved. Yep. You loved him. I loved him. We liked Reed Schaefer a lot. I, I know the owners got criticized for the pick, except at the end of the day, Ken Holland was on our show Tuesday and said, the National Predators were not doing that trade unless they got Reed Schaefer in the deal. So you gave up a future number one, and you give up Reed Schaefer, you give up Tyson Berry. But did you think that it was going to have the, the impact with Eckholm? He gets paired with Bouchard. Bouchard gets a shot on the power play. It eases the workload a little for Darnell Nurse, allows Darnell yeah. Nurse oh, yeah. to play a little freer. Oh, and you got Broberg who gets to have a mentor, a, a Swedish yep. mentor in Eckholm, and help Bro. I and mean, for three more years. Like, this this could have. Oh, that's some. a great trade. I, I did. Uh, here's what I did know. He's a better player than Chikrin. Okay, Ekholm's yeah. a better player than Chikrin. Yeah, Chikrin's younger. I I know the stats here, but they're trying to win here today. Ekholm not only is he more the player they need. They didn't. The Edmonton Oilers as good a player as Carlson is. I always thought that trade was a, a fantasy. And I'll take Ekholm over Carlson every day for what the Oilers need. They got enough offense. They score enough goals, right? Ekholm's the perfect guy. That's some of Kenny Holland's finest work bringing in Ekholm. He's, there's one thing we've been I, around him a bit. He's, he's a hell of a player and a hell of a guy. There's one thing about Chikrin that bothered me a bit. 
Mark, what would happen if you hit if you dared to hit me in media hockey? <laughs> was I going to hit you back? Sure. In, in like three seconds, right? You were getting it back. Okay, what was Chickren's problem? Well, if you watch Chickren play, every time he gets hit, like hit hard, he like he goes he, down. He goes down and often stays down and stays down and it, like he's a big, strong like. Yeah. You got to go right back at a guy well, and cross check him across the thigh and hurt him or cross check him in the ribs or stick him somewhere else. But you don't let a guy like for a six foot two, two hundred and fifteen. He's pounds, a specimen. Chicken. Like like he's I would ex- like you know I would expect to. You can tell right away the way guys are. Right, it's the guys that don't swing back and hit back. Those are the guys you can take advantage of come crunch time. <laughs> well, and if and I wonder, like we watched Chickren, Eric Greiber ran him over in Arizona in his rookie year, and he stayed. I'm like, get up and stick somebody, right? Like, don't sit there and take that. Like, that's well, come on, Mark. You his know, dad played the game that way. Was, yeah, right? his dad got knocked out cold and fought the guy that the knocked day, him out yeah. cold the next time he. Yeah. It's just a little sure, and, I, but you watch Ekholm. He knows he's going to get hit sometimes. He's hitting that guy back on the next shift that he's out well, there. And for whatever reason, he's a healthier player. Like, look at his, and I'm knocking wood as I say it. He's, uh, you know, he's, he plays 82 game seasons. Uh, Chickren's out again yeah. in Ottawa. It's worked. Should be fun, eh? We're going to know a lot in the next week, aren't we? Yeah, this game, the, the totality of two games with L.A., right? They're going to play tonight, and then l- the best part is they're going to play again in a few days. And if if we get lucky enough to see some action tonight, then it'll carry over, man. Let's do it. I can't wait. Mark, thanks for coming up. All right, Bobby. You warming up yet? You, no. no. It is cold up here, isn't it, today? <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, it's the Oilers and the L.A. Kings. And when we come back, we're going to get to Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton. Bob, another reason the Oilers should be confident against L.A. in the playoffs. Who's won more games in regulation? Well, the Oilers got a lot of regulation wins this year like second in the league. This texter disagrees with our uh, synopsis, Mark Spector and mine, on the addition of Matthias Eckholm. This texter says he's out of the 306. Brutal trade. Holland failed as the goals against average is the same. The PK is the same. Uh, And uh, the pretender shut down and he proved against Vegas in the last two minutes of the game. Oh, okay. Tough day. Yeah, Richard says, Bob, uh, it's obvious why there's so many goals this year. There's a shortage of number one goaltenders in the league and has been for years. It is time. In about 29 seconds' time, we'll get to Pro-Am Sports Game Day Trivia. At 12.56 in Edmonton, I want to tell you, for you golfers looking for a golf tour bucket list experience, you can join New West Travel in October and golf world-famous Pinehurst in North Carolina, home of the 2024 U.S. Open, part of a five-day golf getaway. Your Pinehurst golf package includes airfare by private charter with open bar meals, four nights of spectacular accommodation, five rounds of golf, including the stunning U.S. Open course at Pinehurst. Space limited to reserve your tee time. Call New West Travel. Visit them at New West Travel. All right, let's get to it. Up for grabs, a $50 gift certificate to Pro-Am Sports. It is Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports, fan cave and fan gear specialist for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail. Here we go. The Edmonton Oilers made a, a big trade. In the summer of 2008, they traded two players that were part of their 2006 team that uh, went to the Stanley Cup final. These two players subsequently 
won a pair of Stanley Cup championships with the L.A. Kings organization? It's a relatively easy question. Text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, namely two players that were part of the Oilers' 06 run that went on and won back er, uh, two cups in three years in 2012 and 2014 uh, with the L.A. Kings. And guess what? One of those guys is going to be on our show here in about uh, 38 minutes' time. Again, the trivia question, and we've already got the right answer, but name uh, the two members. Uh, these two players were traded for Lubomir Fishnovsky. That's who the Oilers got back in the trade. They were part of the 6 run team. Name the two players. And again, one of them's coming up today at 135 on Oilers Network.